time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. Good morning. How's everyone? How are you, Peter? Very well, thanks, Leanne. How are you? I am absolutely full of joy and happiness. Oh, isn't that good that we're speaking about joy and happiness today? And Leanne is full of joy and happiness, so she can certainly um, lead us through our topic for today since she is feeling like that. So today we're talking about joy, but we thought we might just do it from a different bit of a spin. Um, We've just had a little bit of a pre-conversation before jumping on and had a few things that have come up for us both or come up for me um, that have sort of taken me away from what you would say is joy and and that mindset of being in a really good space. So we started having a bit of chat, chat about the monkeys in our head and the, or the jackals. If you've done nonviolent communication, they talk about jackals. Um, that sort of, or, or the stories that we have in our head that just keep going round and round and round and round that want to tell us something or help us to try and find something out, but sometimes can rule us and we don't lose so much energy from them that it is very hard to find the joy in our life and and we can become quite down and even possibly um, quite depressed if we allow those stories to take over. So um, to begin with, uh, Leanne, what you you were sharing some of your thoughts earlier around the monkeys in your head and how they can really impact how you feel and then some of the strategies that you've used to really pull pull it out Um, pull yourself back out and reset. So would you like to start to share uh, about that to bring joy? Okay, so why I chose monkeys was because I'd done a lot of um, reading and research when I was about Tai Chi. So most people that know me know I'm very passionate about that exercise form Tai Chi. And there's this move called Repulse Monkeys. And every time it was said, it was like I thought monkeys were ugly you know, repulsive, and then I realised it was about calming them down. It was the translation from Chinese to English had been so manipulated. So then I started reading some stuff, and they were talking about, like, these monkeys in your mind and that you could talk about how many you thought of. And so I decided I have five monkeys in my head. I have one that plays a bongo. Okay, so some days it's, like, really loud, bongo, and the other one is this loud, grumpy old monkey okay and it's just drives me crazy that this old grumpy loud monkey sometimes takes control over me now he's not wise because there's another wise monkey and we know that there's there's wise monkeys right but this guy takes over and by for me because i'm a person that sees in videos i see stories i need stories to be able to work out how to do something So it seems really strange. So some people might say, well, that doesn't sound very, um, a a very good idea to give a name to something that's controlling you. But for me, it works and everyone has to find their own thing. So this grumpy old, grumpy, loud old monkey comes out and it usually is when I feel I've done something wrong. 
and he keeps on saying it over and over again. Oh, you did that wrong. You did that wrong. Oh, you did that. You weren't very nice to that lady. And it just keeps on going over and over and over and over and down. So I had to work out a way to calm him down. So I didn't want to repulse. He's not repulsive. He's a part of me. But I needed to find ways to calm him down. And so to find joy, it's often what we've been talking about is finding that reset button, Mm. that reset that we have. And so then I had to make myself a series of steps that helps me calm this old guy down. And you know that if any of you have ever come across a grumpy old man, you know, it takes a little bit. So how do you, how do you bring it? And I kind of see a grumpy old man in my head and how do you calm him? Well, it's no use yelling at him. He just thrives on that. If you yell at a grumpy old uh, monkey, he's a yes, you beauty right okay if you do any type of bot like if you want to slap him or hit him he's even better he's like yeah come on take me on sunshine so what is the only way that you can calm this grumpy old monkey it's through love and smiling and caring and that's what i do so when that that ongoing thought about something i've done something that i don't feel like i may have done it as well as i should have I will um, put that down. I will start to soothe it. And one of the ways is and I know, is that I put my body in the best possible position to take on all things, which is posture of infinity, feet shoulder width apart, soft knees, neutral back and spine, shoulders back and down, looking straight ahead. I can then look that grumpy old monkey in the eye and say, what do I need to do to calm you? Mm-hmm. That's great. Thanks, Leanne. It's a lovely story. It's always nice to go with a story about those, you know, we all can all talk about having joy and having joy in the good moments is easy, isn't it? Like everything feels good, you know, having a great day and, um, you know, like why would I ever not feel joy when you're in that sort of state? But, you know, it's when you're something goes a little bit pear-shaped or uh, when someone says something to you or you've let yourself down considerably or you know again we talked about ego you know where you put your, the expectations of yourself and you haven't met them and that's when joy sort of is feels like it's ripped away from you a little bit so i'm um, having a strategy like that where you can actually see the different parts of you and putting a image or a, a little little something like a jackal or a little, you know, monkey. Tell me, mate, tell me about your jackal. What are well, your... I, actually on the weekend I did a course on nonviolent communication, which was probably really good timing considering I needed to find a way to um, manage some of my big, the bigger feelings that I had. And it basically looks at those stories that you have, you know, like your story with the monkey and just digging a little bit deeper to find out what needs that you need met. So, but first of all, observing it like an, so when that, when something happens um, to observe it, like you're a policeman, you know, like, so if the situation is, you know, something happens and someone says something to you and then something else and something else, you just take the one incident rather than putting it all in a big bag and then adding to it. So if you say, for example, it's one person at home, you know, your husband or your child. And so when they go and open the fridge and they say, where's the Vegemite? You add that to the big story of the bag. Oh, yes. Well, you mean that 
where's a Vegemite that I don't have an auto-organised um, fridge. So, you know, so you're adding to this story. So they're saying take the one thing. So if your husband, you know, comes in and he's looking for something and, you know, that's something that's really frustrating, you would go, okay, so he only wanted his socks. So um, what is that that really... And so it's the feelings in your body that you're getting a sensation. So it's the sensations of your body that tell you when you're feeling that uncomfortableness of the situation so you know you can feel your stomach clenching you're starting to get angry with your husband here we go again and you're like okay well do i just go through the same pattern where i go you know where the socks are go get those you know like that whole story <laughs> you know, i put them in the same places i always put them go to the cupboard blah 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 and then the story escalates and then they say something and you say something and then you don't get anything out of it but rather than doing that, just stopping yourself and then maybe moving away from it. And, and when you're starting off, they call you the young giraffe because a giraffe can overlook things, overlook and see from a higher view. So that's why it's a giraffe. And when, you're, when you go away from it and you can write down, you know, as a young, because we're still learning this kind of process that will eventually bring joy because that's what we all want our life, giving joy. So so you go and you write down, well, what, what was it? I my husband wanted his socks from the cupboard. So how did that make me feel? I felt really, and, and there's a more language, like there's more words other than just angry with the four, four different feelings that we're kind of used to. They, they allow you to open those feelings up. So I felt anxious or I felt annoyed. And then what needs are need being not being met? So that's the harder part because we're not used to identifying with our needs. We we just push them down in society. It is very much pushed away our needs. Um, so what needs are, are needing to be met? And then asking a request of that person from there. And the request is a request where they can say yes or no because it's not really about what they do. They might say yes, of course, because they understand it because you've sort of said it in a way that makes them understand your needs and feelings. Or they might say, no, I can't, I can't do that because I've got my own jackals that are going off right now that are making me get angry with you for this. So, And then you can go back and do a bit more work around it. So we were just at that very initial stage of doing that. And then the idea of nonviolent communication is to be able to work through that so that then you can bring joy into your life because that's what we want. We don't want to be stuck in that, that non-life-giving place, which is what you're talking about with the monkeys, that, that uncomfortableness that comes with those feelings that we kind of dismiss and, in our, and and we do it with our kids. We go, oh, don't cry, get this iPad and look at this. Or I don't think iPads really work, but it could. But, you know, or go and have some food. So we dismiss these feelings and don't allow our kids or allow ourselves to actually see what actually we're really needing. So the distractions that some people say, I'll oh, just distract a child, may not necessarily be getting them to understand their needs that need to be met um, and a way to be able to formalise that. So I found it really interesting going through that with some of the hundreds of scenarios that I have in my head um, and working through that. And, and, and it's funny because one scenario deepens where you're at. So the, the initial ego that could be the part that you, we were speaking about it, it, it then goes, okay, well, that when so when and also when you get to the request, if you don't feel a sense of relief, like a sense of, oh, thank gosh, that's been done, then you know that there's more work to be done. So if it was, you know, he put the socks back, you know, you said, can you please put your socks in the cupboard? And they said yes, and you're still feeling that niggling then you, have, you haven't gone deep enough in that 
working out what need hasn't been met. So it's funny how you can keep going until you get down and then hopefully from there, then you're more, uh, more open to the life-giving force of joy. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And I think it's just like we go back to that idea of what our mindset is and it's being open to different ways. And I think that's why you and I, we actually, we want to get to the same place. Often it, what we have is crossing over, but then sometimes how we articulate is a little bit different. So, yes, I, I absolutely agree that most things come to that down to there's a need not being met. And then we can need to reflect on that. So it could be a feeling of unworthiness mm. and that, that you're trying to get. And so because you think that you're unworthy, then whenever someone says that to you or you feel like you're an unorganised, unworthy person, each time someone asks you where something is, you get mad because they, had, they couldn't buy, they just, you mustn't have been good enough to put that Vegemite where it should have been. We're really and truly... It's not your responsibility, mm. but we start to give ourselves extra responsibility for that need to be worthy. And so then when they can't find their socks or they can't find their Vegemite or so like my standard thing now in the fridge is bend your knees. So when people go to the fridge and open it up and go, mum, honey, where's such and such? Bend your knees because, right? And they're like, what? Bend your knees. Oh, there it is. Because often when you look at something from a different perspective, yeah. you actually see things. So when they're looking straight out, that is husband blindness. That is child blindness. Bend the knees, they're either looking up, they're looking down, they look, their perspective has gone down, and then they can find it. I don't tell them where it is anymore. I just yell out, bend your knees. <laughs> Not my job. And I think that is really and truly what you have to do is start to acknowledge what really is your job, mm. what is your responsibility. And often, like I remember, I'd, I used to have to have every single thing lined up in its place. Mm. But when I worked in the bank, my desk was immaculate. It was so good that because I had everything sorted out, no one else followed the the lead of having their desk sorted out, they would just come to my desk when they required a withdrawal slip or a deposit slip or an extra pen or whatever else they needed, right? And I also had the ability to memorise and see lots of manuals. It was just something they'd have. So say they wanted to write a German Deutschmark uh, bank check type of thing, they would go, oh, no, they wouldn't know Deutschmark. So they would go, oh, what's, Ger you know, what are we looking for? What's the code for German Deutschmark, right, for German money? I said, there's the Deutschmarks. This is, you know, this is the code, GM something. I like can't. And now I don't bother because that was like, oh, gosh, way more than 20 years ago. Anyway, but I used to be able to remember all that stuff and that meant that I felt like I was brainy and I was accepted and, you know, everyone was asking me for something. They'd come to my desk to get a withdrawal. Right, because I wanted acceptance, I wanted to be seen as a brainy person. And so that's what I did. And then gradually, so then when I had my first child, I got postnatal depression really bad because when you add a kid to the mix, there's, a lot, there's another person who's totally reliant on you but has their own mind, mm. right? So it's just that things that you need to think about. So when it comes to that mindset, I think that it's really important to look back to, yes, what do you need? Mm. Right. And you don't really, some people say, well, I just need some peace and quiet. Mm. 
But why are the people thinking that it's okay to keep asking you where the stuff is in the fridge? Why is it okay for them to keep asking? Mm. Why do they say, I've done the washing up for you when they all did the dishes? Yeah. You don't know. So what do you need from hearing from hearing those things? So I absolutely agree. So I think we're, like today is about joy and we're getting really heavy into finding joy. But I think your mindset in regards to joy needs to be that you are worthy to receive joy. That's exactly right. You are worthy. It, it is really important that you actually understand that you are worthy. And until you can go that you're worthy of receiving joy, regardless, people have tragedies in their life. There is so much going on. There is so many things happening that will tell us that we're not worthy of having joy. Like, how can I say, you know, if you know someone that's unwell and they're going through, they may, be having, they may have cancer. Some people can think that they are unworthy to have joy because their friend is going through something horrific. But if you don't hold on to that thing that you're worthy with joy, when you go and be with that person, you're not radiating this calmness and this loveliness that makes this person feel good just to be about around you. They don't need to take your joy from you. They just need you to be in the room so that when you're in the room, they go, I just love it when you come to visit me. I feel your, feel your joy and your happiness radiating out of you and it makes me feel calm. So it's so important to think that you are worthy of having joy even if whatever else is happening around you in the world is, effect, is um, causing you. So that's my mindset is that you are worthy to receive joy. Mm. I think that's a lovely um, way to end today. I know we haven't done a long one, but, you know, being mm. able to be um, worthy to receive joy is so, so important. So I suppose that's why we spoke about a few of the different ways that you can endeavour to work out those monkeys and jackals so that you can um, get to the place a lot quicker with joy rather than spending so much time on those other things that don't give you any energy. Um, and I, I think Tai Chi is one of the um, – I met someone yesterday and he's, he was doing Tai Chi and he spoke about Tai Chi and breath and how that's made such a difference to his life to find um, that joy. So – Certainly, I think that you know it's a it's it's an area that we can um, we continually doing, and maybe you could just comment on some of the things that you do to to help yourself feel worthy to receive joy. So worthy to receive joy, um, and make a comment below and let us know what you're doing. Yeah. So the so mindset is that you're worthy. The organisation is to start to use that beautiful gratefulness idea i just love the idea of a grateful journal a grateful moment a get on facebook and post a photo of something or write words because now you can put words and you can pick a little color thing behind it Gosh, it's just there and put i am grateful for this and put it out there and tell everyone what you're grateful for so you don't if you don't want to do a journal put that onto your facebook post like yes last night we did some grateful gratefulness stuff in the balanced mind of pivot well group and we had sunshine and rainbows and sunsets and flowers and patio gardens and 
what was I grateful for? I was grateful because I dug four holes, that's right. I was grateful because my body allowed me to dig four holes for a post. I was so excited about digging for that. So I think that a part of your organisation is use that it's grateful, gratefulness tools that we all know we've got. Use technology to make it really easy. Put it out there. I am grateful for. Put it out there in the world. Okay, and please don't write, I'm grateful to be alive. Yeah, actually, talking about gratitude, this I know it's a funny little book. It's called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, and it really helps you to get a lot deeper with gratitude. So every day has a different thing to look at. So, you know, if you're really struggling, I know that I used to write gratitude and you, you couldn't connect to it, but this little book really helps you to connect to gratitude. So if you're looking for a way to get a deeper deeper connection have a have a check out this book it's even on a blog you can get it for free so you can just put in the magic by Rhonda Byrne and you can find the little blog and it gives you the activities to do each day to help you to get deeper into your gratitude yeah like you can hold your cup of coffee and smell the essence and be grateful for the people that went to all the trouble to get this to you Right, that I have a coffee machine. I'm grateful for the person that invented how to make a coffee machine that I stick my frothing thing on. Mm. I have almond milk, hit the word cappuccino, and woohoo, I get a cappuccino at home. So, yeah, so the focus is finding yourself a tool to be able, whether it's a journal, whether it is your diary and you keep it to yourself and you just write down up the top, up the top margin what you're grateful for so it's only reflecting self-reflecting using it for yourself you get out there into the um into social media and on your uh facebook page i am grateful for this right and encourage your friends then to add for it okay and if anyone has um try and make it that they're not using sarcastic remarks that this is a space where the people make nice remarks Okay, so they change there. So that can be your focus and your action. Well, that's it. Go on there. So that's what I think that joy, joy is you are worthy. So that brings us to the end of our chat about it. So now we take a breath and now we go and see whether Peter and I have been living up to our expectations of what we've been talking about for the and what we're going to do. So, Peter, you were on your journaling how are you going? How many days in a row? I keep going. I'm doing it. I'm actually using that particular book on gratitude to do journaling each day, which really helps me to reset each morning and night. So, um, yeah, still going strong. Yeah, well, mine was that um, I actually said I wasn't going to tell you what my was last week. That was my comment when we got talking about because uh, it was about what was it? Time management? Persistence or persistence. Diversity. What? Sorry, diversity. Oh, it was diversity. Oh, that's right. They were the other previous ones. Oh, by the way, if you want to hear any of our previous talks, go to the Balanced Minder podcast on Spotify, Google, or uh, who else has got it? Apple podcast and listen to Peter and I having these chats about our different things. So you can do that workout. But yeah, diversity. So it was like, so I decided I needed to be more diverse in what things that I did. So the last couple of weeks, I've been out on the weekend working with my husband. I put back on my high-vis shirt that says Leanne up the top there. So I used to go out on jobs with him all the time when we first started out. I want to have some more diversity in my work. So yesterday I had a, um, a gurney and a wet back and I dug these really big deep holes to put poles in to make a deck for a bathroom at a club that we're at. And the sense of achievement and joy 
And then my husband and I went down, we bought fish and chips. It was delicious. And we went down the beach and we watched it. And it was a very joyous moment to feel that I could do something else. And we just spent the whole day in each other's company. And it just gave me so ultimate joy. If you go to the group, but there's a post me talking about it. I look like I've fallen off the back of a truck and rolled around all over the place because I look so tired. I'm going, no, this is me full of joy. <laughs> but I was exhausted, but I just wanted to share it with things. So I was really pleased with that. So this week for, for joy, I'm going to keep myself accountable for uh, reminding people without so by showing them rather than teaching them or pushing them or whatever i'm going to show them joy in action i'm going to show joy in action for the people i'm around i'm also going to show people um joy in the groups that i am you're going to keep journaling this week any other things that you're going to, to go for i think i think that is me i think i'll just keep journaling and i was thinking as you're talking i think that i'm going to I continue to practice my lessons from the weekend just because I feel like it will bring joy because I'll be able to identify things more um, and not dismiss them and just keep the repetitive pattern going. So I'm going to work on that full um, nonviolent communication strategy at home with my girls so that we, I don't get to, I can have more joy. So I can yeah. have more joy. Right, so now as anything that you do, I'm sorry people, but anything that you get for free always requires to have an ad in it, so we need to do a little bit of advertisement here. So we have two things happening in the near future. There is another free thing, a webinar. I'm holding a chronic pain webinar called Change Your Relationship with Chronic Pain with one in five Australians having chronic pain and in the workplace. It becomes the sole purpose of their life is focusing on this chronic pain. So we're going to talk about how to change the story and how you can actually make it into an invention novel rather than the horror movie that is um, the chronic pain. And I can talk from my own perspective on that. So that's happening next week on Tuesday and Thursday of the next week. But Saturday, now this is going to bring me joy. And this hopefully this will be, you'll be, if you're in the Mackay area and if you're an educator and you're looking for something special to work on with for the next six weeks, we're starting off with the first study. It's called our Wake Up Well Study Group. It's number one group where we look at health and well-being. And, of course, I'll be encouraging you to do Tai Chi because that's what I think is really important. So we're going to do some Tai Chi in the park. But Pia has organised something really, really special for how we're going to have our picnic in the park. So, Peter, can you give us a little hint into what's going to be happening? Well, it's going to be super exciting. We only have spots for 10 people, so if you're wanting to be part of it, 10 is the number. Um, we're trying to keep with that the rules of everything. Um, so we're going to be having, um, obviously, our beautiful Tai Chi in the park. Which park are we in, Leanne? We're going to be at Iluka Park, which is if you follow Gordon Street right to the end, you get to Iluka Park But if you or Shakespeare Street, either one of them, and you get to there, there's um, these beautiful, interesting trees. And I just love them. I don't know what names the trees are. I just go, they're beautiful-looking trees. And there's this gorgeous amount of grass. There's actually an old cricket pitch I found there the other day. Awesome. Yeah, but we were not doing cricket. But, you know, like it's really interesting because not only will you come down to the park, but you might find somewhere that you might want to take your family as well. So there's a playground, which 
You can go play after our session if you like because I love playgrounds, but it's just a gorgeous park. And while we're doing Tai Chi, Peter will be sneaking off and she's going to prepare the tables for our for our morning tea little picnic box. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so it's yes, going to so be a bit... Yeah, so we'll have the Tai Chi and then we'll be having breakfast together. A little bit of we, a French theme. You can still find a little bit of France in, in Mackay if you have looked at some of the photos on my Facebook page. Um, so grab, yeah, so bring yourself some nice comfy clothes and we'll be sitting down having some breakfast, getting to know people that you may know or may like to know a little bit more about and then I'll be doing a um, session around health and that mindset around health and then Leanne will do finally do a little bit more about her um, Tai Chi and how it works with chronic pain so and then from there we'll be doing um, people have access to Tai Chi with Leanne and you'll have a half an hour session for six weeks and we'll be just really keeping our mindset on health and how we want it to look and feel so that'll be for the six weeks and then hopefully we'll move on to our next topic which is yet to come so um, we're starting with health because that's really important obviously um, and we'll kickstart all of us I think even myself in changing my mindset to how to how I want everything to look and feel in that area so um, come and join us it should be a great session the last one we had was super fun wasn't it Leanne we had a great time we did that came along and so we're hoping that you'll those people might want to come and join us again and also to get some new new people in to see what they can learn about um getting into the right positive energy okay so we're starting it's this saturday first study group is going to be this saturday which is the 5th of september 7 15 down at iluka park now tickets are available through the the event that is on Facebook. So just go to Balanced Minders Facebook or Beyond the Classroom Australia Facebook and you'll find an event there. Click on that and that will take you to the event registration form. Wear cool, comfortable clothing. Put layers on so that way you can, if you warm up, but then you can put some layers back on again if it gets cool. Wear sand shoes and that because remember we'll be on the grass so we want to be nice and safe so this is not about being fashionable this is about being cool and calm and collected remember that you're on holidays pretend you're in holidays in france you don't know anyone so you can wear whatever you like you know so just do it like that your fitness clothes or your tracksuit or your comfortable pair of pants and shirt whatever take your fancy and enjoy yourself and it's really really good so yeah starting our six-week program that's wake up well study group one for educators in whatever field that you educate and and join us then next saturday if for some reason you can't get there on the saturday still contact peter and not or i peter or me peter or i peter all right contact <laughs> Peter and me, contact, I remember that you say it back and see if the me sounds fake wrong. Contact Peter and me, or me and find out a way that we might be able to do something for you and sort it out. Okay, so that's wonderful. Well, that's where we've got to wrap it up. You know, this is the wrap it up thing now. It's time to wrap it up and we'll catch us all next week when we always ask you, wake up well, whatever time of the day, whatever day of the week, just wake up well. I'm Leanne Simpson from Beyond. I'm Leanne Simpson from Balanced Minder and who else do we have in the other yeah, chat? Uh, Jefferson from Beyond the Classroom Australia. It's been so good to have you with us um, and, and we're the Wake Up Well Club. Bye. 
Hello, it's time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balance Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well.